Garamen. It's always good to be with you uh, every year in this great revival. And uh, the fathers have prepared an excellent uh, recipe, an excellent um, menu for you all week with the great words of wisdom by King Solomon through different uh, proverbs. So today um, we'll start and continue on on different uh, on different things. And we want to talk about the first thing we want to talk about is the marshmallow man. The marshmallow man. This is very important for our topic and it gives a good introduction to it. And we're not talking about like Ghostbusters and that big marshmallow going through like New York City and and all that stuff. But we are talking about a true marshmallow man. So I'm not joking. This is this is actually real. And uh this is actually a doctor that performed a scientific experiment. And his experiment uh, is, is one we'll, we'll cover in a second. So what he wanted to do is he wanted... First of all, he started this 50 years ago. So this is an old scientific experiment. And what's really, really uh, scientific about it is he actually followed up with a lot of these these kids. So what it was, it was... It was uh, with a bunch of five-year-olds around that, that age level. And he went to the five-year-olds and he said, I'm going to put a marshmallow right here, right in front of you. And I don't want you, I just want you to look at it for 15 minutes. Like, no touching the marshmallow. Just look at the marshmallow, but no eating. No eating for 15 minutes. Is that clear? Yes. If you are able to not eat the marshmallow for 15 minutes, after 15 minutes, I'll give you two. I'll give you two. So, he repeated it. Are you sure you understand? Thank you. That's good. So he said, are you sure you understand? Whoops. So what he did is he has this kid with this marshmallow and he understood the instructions. Of course, 15 minutes for a five-year-old is like 15 years and the kid is struggling. Like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And as promised, if he was able to refrain from not eating it for 15 minutes, he would get double, double. And he found that only 30% were able to do that. So, like I said, this is a scientific experiment. And through this experiment, he followed them for many, many years after. This is what he noticed. It's very, very interesting what he noticed. For those, for those who were able to have self-control, to, to control themselves, and wait the 15 minutes, this is what he found out. From from uh, from his study, so further studies followed these children and showed that those who waited the longest for the sweets went on to have higher SAT scores. Later on in life, they were healthier, earned more advanced degrees, coped better with stress. In a way, in one word, they were more successful. They were more successful through self-control. The verse that we're talking about, uh, and actually the two verses. Uh, as, as you will have all week, are all coming from the book of Proverbs. He who is slow to anger, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. 
And he who rules a spirit, then he who takes a city. He who rules a spirit, rules a spirit means he controls a spirit, meaning he has self-control. The one who has self-control, rules a spirit, is better than he who takes a city? The one who takes a city, like whoever captures a city, that's a big thing. So whatever, you're in Palantine. Do you, do you have any suburbs that you hate that you want to go attack tonight? Any suburbs? No? Or do you just all hate Chicago because of traffic and parking? So maybe, so, okay, you guys are Chicago haters. Alright, come to my city. And all you people are going to conquer Chicago. Little Palatine is going to conquer the giant Chicago. And you win. That's a powerful thing. But he who can rule his spirit is better than that. Better than, better than conquering a city. It's not my words. The words of King Solomon. The words of the wisest man who lived outside of our course of our Lord Jesus Christ. He whoever does, whoever, and if you don't, if whoever, whoever has no rule over his spirit, it's like a city broken down without walls. And we don't understand this because our cities don't have walls. But imagine, imagine again a little bit back then, you know, when we, we think of the great story of Joshua and, and, and Jericho and how like it was impossible. Why was Jericho such a great feat? The size of the walls. Like impossible. So a city with walls is like strong. The one who has no rule over his spirit is like a city without without walls. That's how important this virtue and this verse is for us. Self-control is choosing to do what is right, even when I'm fe- when I feel like doing wrong. Imagine there was self-control. Imagine there was some self-control in in this story. What's the story? Can you see? What's the story? Maybe look at the right-hand side. If it's big enough, a little bit more. Nobody recognizes this? I'll say it's a parable. No? Somebody's asking for money. Somebody younger is asking for money. There we go. (laughs) Right? The prodigal son. Imagine he had some self-control. It's like, Dad, give me my money now. Wait, wait till, wait till it's time. No, no, I want it now. Lack of, I mean, for, he had many things wrong, but one of them is lack of self-control. Went and he wasted it. And then he, he was, he was like living with pigs. Ran back home. Just wishing, wishing he could just live as a servant. No self-control. What's this story? Yes, Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau. Here comes Esau, coming back from hunting like he usually does. And Jacob is making food. I want some food now. Now. Like, like, like now you can't wait till it's, you know, it's time and it's right. I want it now. I'll sell you my birthright. Really? A birthright? Okay, here, take, take. Just for like a pot of stew, some ats. 
Like it's not even like a nice juicy steak. It's just atz, atz for birthright. And then obviously that meant later on his blessing. Your blessing, the blessing of your father, the blessing of the firstborn. For one moment of pleasure, no self-control. Imagine David. We love David. Imagine he had self-control for that one point with Bathsheba. The negative for us is we'd have no Psalm 50, no Psalm 32, which is, which is great. But like, for him, you know, that's being selfish for us. But for him, his life, his kids, everything after that was very painful. Of course, he is, he is King David. And he is, he, of course he repented. But look at the pain he suffered for lack of self-control. Imagine some self-control. This is something I witnessed personally. Personally, I was just 20 years old. I had my little red Honda Civic in an absolute standstill traffic jam because of a major accident. Nobody's moving. Three lanes. Nobody's moving. Nobody's moving. The one, the, the car in front of me decided to change lanes. Nobody's moving. I, like, it's, you, it, it was an idiotic move. The car, what's behind him is a semi. 18-wheeler, and he, out of just rage, just went right over him. Like literally, like you know those monster trucks that you see in whatever the stadiums? Just went right over him. This is happening right beside me. Like, okay, the the guy was an idiot, but we have no self-control, like to the point that we're gonna, we're gonna jam, ram into somebody? Murder. Murder. Like, comes from not controlling anger, and then ultimately uh, create murder. Adultery, or divorce, or losing your virginity. Because I just want that moment of pleasure. That moment of pleasure is in front of my eyes. And because of no self-control, I'm not mighty. Remember, those who rule their spirit are, are better than the mighty. And those who have no, no rule of the spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Like, we're weak. We can just lose everything. We can lose our jobs because we just lose it on our boss. Or we just we just do something crazy because we don't have control over our spirit. It could lead us to addiction, maybe bankruptcy because I want this car. And I want this car too. And I want this bigger house. Do I, can I afford it? It doesn't matter. My eyes want this. No self-control even over finance, over money. Maybe I have no self-control over food. And then I can be uh, in, in a risk of health. Shamelessly, shamelessly, even I, not even I, not that I'm anything, but I have a story that follows me for 35 years now because of lack of self-control in two minutes. I, I had my, my parents bought me my first football ever. It's like maybe 15, 14 and I love this football. And I slept with this football. And everybody told me, take care of this football. It's leather. It's it's brand new. Make sure, you know, like, you know, leather and on concrete, it doesn't go. So make sure, you know, you don't, you don't drop it there. So one day after church, like we usually do, we were, we were playing baseball. And I brought my football just so we could play on the grass. But the baseball we actually played was, was kind of like, kind of like in your parking lot. It's just on an asphalt. My sister, my sister is smaller, she decided to take my baby, my football, and she just kicked it up, 
And it felt like an eternity. And it finally went down. And I just blew it. And I just ran from, from whatever, being at third base in baseball. And I just went up and kicked her. 35 years ago. Up till now. Up till like two weeks ago, I saw her and her kids. Her kids now know. So my, my nieces. It's like, yeah, yeah, I remember when you kicked my mom. It's like, lack of self-control. 35 years, they're still remembering it. And it's, it's shameful. That's the lack of self-control. That's enough of the problem. What's the solution? What's the solution? A good way in general, not only in this, but a good way to find solutions is to find holistic solutions. Meaning, God, like we are body, soul, and spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. So to find solutions, we should always try to find solutions for our body, soul, and spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. Sometimes I know, of course, this is a church and we're focused on the spirit. Uh, And sometimes, you know, outside, everybody's just focused on the body. But we cannot deny who we are. We are all three. Body, soul, and spirit. And in addressing, even maybe, whatever, if there's doctors in a room, they can correct me. Even the doctors now, when they come and treat patients physically, there's always, you know, maybe there's not a Christian aspect, but there's a a faith aspect, a spiritual aspect. They're trying to make sure like the mind is good and the spirit is good as much as they can. So even in treatment now, they try to cover all that. Of course, the Christian doctors will, will introduce a Christian point of view of it. When we mean spirit, of course, our spirit, our Holy Spirit. The soul, the best way to describe soul is think of it as your personality, who you are. You, you know, kind of like your mind. What, you know, your soul, your mind, your, 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 like your essence, your, yourself. The body is your body. So let's get into all three. Let's read from Second uh, Timothy one seven. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. And if we look at the Amplified Bible, um, it explains a little bit more this sound mind. So it has a, it's the same verse, it's a different version. And anything in brackets is a further explanation if you want like a little bit more commentary on the verse. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but He has given us a spirit of power and of love. And of sound judgment and personal discipline. And in brackets, he says the abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind, self-control. Bless you. So God has given us this spirit. God has given us a spirit of what? Many things. But we have been given as a gift this spirit. This, this virtue of self-control. In fact, right, as we know, it's one of the nine fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's a gift God has given to us. It's a gift given to us if we have the Spirit of God. So, again, what we're trying to do is, how do I get this Holy Spirit? Sorry, how do I, how do I get self-control? So, and we want to look at it in a three way. So this is a gift from the Holy Spirit. But we have to get it. Well, it's a gift, but you have to get it. More like, you have to respond to it. To Him. 
You have to respond to the Spirit. You have to be like as Joshua went into the promised land. Like God says, I'm giving you the land. Like your enemies are defeated. Did Joshua just walk in? No, they had to fight. Still had to fight for the promised land. It was theirs. God said, I'll give it to you. But just go fight. I'll be with you. So we need to do the same thing. The spirit is that the self-control is within us. It's a spirit, at least the spiritual part of it, he has given to us as a gift. As a gift. So what we need to do, very simply, as St. Paul says, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So all these lusts that we talked about, Maybe it's, it's, I, again, I couldn't control my, my anger. I couldn't control my greed. I couldn't control my lust. I couldn't control my, my, my desire. That's the flesh. The solution, spiritually, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. So we want self-control, we want Christ-controlled. We want to be controlled by Christ. We want our spirit to be led by, like our spirit to be led by the Holy Spirit. Led by the Holy Spirit. Um, so ultimately, we are not, like again, self-control. Again, like we're doing it all on our will and it's my willpower. But it's Christ's control. It's I'm led by the Spirit in all things. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And if it's Christ who lives in me, then I have that Spirit inside me. Again, it's given to us. So he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So if we go according to the spirit, we will have life. We will have this ability to have control. As many as are led by the spirit of God, these are sons of God. So are we sons of God? Are we sons of God? Are we all baptized? Are we all chrismated? Do we all partake of his holy body and precious blood? We are sons of God. But so if we are sons, we need to be led by the Spirit. So if we are led by the Spirit, that's an excellent way that we're not controlled just by our desires, by our reflexes, by our instincts, by things that are that are like within us that are driving us, but we are led by the Spirit of God. So, of course. All the things that we can do, right? All the things that we can do uh, to be led by the Spirit, as we mentioned, to be more spiritual people, to be filled by the Spirit in our prayers, in our readings, in our communion. And of course, yes, fasting. Fasting, right? So, I know, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody, like, is this, like, this whole lesson is really just to make sure I'm fasting for, for the St. Mary fast. No, this is not trick. They didn't come here and tell, I want to just tell them to fast, okay. No, this, there's no conspiracy, there's no like behind the thing. But this is a powerful tool that your church gives us that we can fast, right? And in a simple way, remember just like the three cues are, are good ways to remember at least the physical aspect, the quantity, right? The quantity, the quality, and, and the abstinence to quit uh, quit breakfast. So it requires all the three. So in terms of the physical aspect, of course, fasting is way beyond just the food part. But if you help yourself, if you help, the fasting basically teaches us to say no for now. Next week, yes. But no now. 
So when I say no now, and next week yes, I train myself. I train myself with my stomach. And if I can control my stomach, I'm, a, I'm a, so much more on the right track to control everything else. So no now. No now. Uh, I want to get angry and yell at my boss because he's... No, 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 no. No, don't yell at your boss. That equals fired. No. I want to, like, my wife brought me, you know, skim milk instead of full, full fat milk. I want to go crazy. I, what is the skim milk stuff? It's water. No. Control. Control. No. It's just a delay. I've been doing it all the time because I'm fasting. I'm saying no hamburger now, but I'll say yes to falafel. No? Yes. It's a training. It's a training. The church will never give this up. It'll be foolish. Like, the church will never give this up as a spiritual discipline because we know how, among so many other benefits, but today we're talking about self-control. The benefits of self-control, and a tool for it is to control our spirit, to be led by the spirit, and to be controlled through the different disciplines as prayers, as our readings, and of course, in our fasting. Next, self-control over your mind, over your soul, over who you are, self-control. So again, let's read from Titus. Um, it says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. Soberly. Live soberly. We're going to see that same word from St. Peter. Be sober, be alert, and cautious at all times. Be sober. Be sober. Amplified says, well-balanced, self-disciplined. Well-balanced, self-disciplined. Be cautious out there. Let your mind be always, like a good word is, is basically being intentional. Did I get rid of something? Be intentional. Be intentional about everything that we do. In other words, don't just walk around and just be at the mercies of whatever is going to happen in my day. That's not sober. That's not careful. That's careless. That's careless. And when we're careless, we have a high risk of, of reacting and not being able to be in control. Proverbs, again, the heart of the righteous studies. Studies. Look at the word he uses. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer. But the mouth of the foolish pours forth evil. So the foolish pours evil. In other words, I didn't study. Well, whatever's coming out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. Pours forth evil. That's somebody that's not sober. That's somebody that's not careful. That's somebody that didn't study. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer. Studies. Before anything comes out of my mouth. You know, I'm, you know, study doesn't mean like, like whatever, research it and what, like you're on the spot. But before just, just opening, before opening our mouth, before responding, like just take a moment. This is a training that we should, that I encourage all of us to do. So we talked about the spirit, but for the mind, we need to be alert. We need to be sober. We need to be careful. And not be careless. Don't just walk around. Have 
a spiritual discipline, a, a, a way that we can be able to be careful in all these things. So in all these things, um, always like, again, this is just a training that I do for myself. So I notice myself, I'm talking, I hear something and I'm already like, I want to even not even wait till they finish talking so I can just jump in. So a good training is just wait. Study how you're going to answer. Sometimes we want to answer before we even hear the rest of the argument. Sometimes we just want to argue. Study. Is this what, what I'm about to say? Study. Like, try to basically be, you know, like in chess. You know when you play chess? You know, you kind of like go a few moves ahead. Okay, I'm going to do this. And my part, you know, my, my, my partner is going to do this. And so I can do this part. Try to do that in your mind. Try to play chess in your mind. Okay, I'm going to say this. Ooh, and then, you know, they're going to respond this way. So if I come back and I see, like, I imagine, like, again, going back to the milk. Okay, if I'm going to, t- if I'm going to yell at my wife for getting the wrong milk, she's probably going to say, no milk. You get your own milk. And then I'm going to say, no, you get me my milk. And then the argues, so just take, just move like the pieces and kind of like train yourself. You know what? What I'm going to say is, honey, Thank you for the milk. Thank you so much for the milk. How about next time we go full fat? Come on, we've been fasting for so long. Let's go full fat next time. How about that, honey? Just, this this is what you did in your mind. Be sober. Be cautious. Be careful. Be alert is, is the wisdom that is being said today. Study how to answer. So self-control over your mind is being sober, sober and careful. Before we proceed out of our mouth. The last one is our body. Again, we said we are body, soul, and spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. What can we do now to help in all three cases? Again, if we treat, if we treat us holistically, we have a much better chance. Sometimes we, we stop just the spirit. And we don't do anything else. We don't, you know, worry about our mind. It's like, and again, if God made us body, soul, and spirit, it's not by by accident. I mean, we should we should we should cover it in, in every way as well. Saint Paul says, "I discipline my body and bring it into subjection." I discipline my body, so my body needs discipline. My body, and again, that's why we talked about all the different things, the fastings, even eating and 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 exercise, all that stuff. I discipline my body. Um, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I discipline my mouth. I discipline my mouth. Same thing like what we said to the mind. We, speak, we spoke about like being careful. But again, a soft answer. Like discipline, your, your, that, that's one discipline of your aspect of your body, is your tongue. Job says, I made a covenant with my eyes. A covenant. Not like it's a contract. It's beyond a contract. It's an agreement. I made a covenant with my eyes, right? Why then should I look upon a young woman? No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. My eyes, my ears, my hands, all my senses. Like I got to look at disciplining my body, discipline the, the 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 aspect of my body. So. Think of all your, the best way is think of all the senses. What can I do? Where is all my lack of self control? Is it like my ears 
Is that my ears, my ears love gossip. Like it hears, like it could hear gossip like a bionic ear. Like I go downstairs in the basement and I know where the gossip is. It's like, oh, it turned to what? What, what, what? Oh, oh. And it's like, it just, it's like a magnet. So I know, I know. I'm going to go down in the basement in St. Mary and no bionic ear. You, you want to like put earbuds, you want to put earplugs, you want to like maybe stay up here, say, you know, the, the prayers after communion of while, maybe say more prayers, like do something, do something for your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your hands, your smell, right? If it's smell that's going to get to you, know something. So discipline mainly your senses. Time out. Time out. We're adults. Or like time out, isn't that like? Isn't that for these guys? Time out. That's what I do to them. You want me to do time out? I want you to do time out. I want you to do time out for us. Like again, this is all for us. For us. So many times the word flee, escape, run is in the Bible. Really? I thought these are like these are giant people. Giant, like, why would a spiritual person run? Because it's, it's the wise thing to do sometimes. St. Paul says, flee, flee also youthful lusts. Flee, flee, escape, escape. Make it your goal to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Give yourself a time out. Um, so in other words, especially like in the situation for anger. Especially situation for anger. So let's say you did this. Let's say like you went through the exercise. Of course, I'm 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 doing everything I can to control my spirit. Then my soul. I'm, I'm studying, but like I'm I'm studying, but my heart is boiling, and I'm like like there is anger, and there's maybe even words that went out. Flee. Not the not not the time. It's not the time to exercise self control. It is the time to do one thing. Flee. Flee. Till we calm down. Till we relax. Till we are able. This is what gave Joseph success. When, when he was in Potiphar's, um, Potiphar's house, and Potiphar's wife, day after day, Joseph, I want you. No. You're my boss's wife. No, it's not. Joseph, I want you. No, I can't. Finally, she grabbed him. And she grabbed his coat. Joseph, now. One response. Run. It's not the time. It's not the time to... You see, look, let me explain this to you. Let me explain. Let me, let me, like, I'm Joseph. And see, he's your boss. He's my boss. And if something happens, you know. Like, he's not going to explain these things. He's just going to do one thing right now. Because he doesn't want to fall into temptation. So, we need to flee. So when, and especially again, when we go in, 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 in the situation of anger. So let's take a time out so that we can calm down. Why? What do we do? Sounds very basic. Breathe. Breathe. Again, this is just physio- physiological. Why? Because what happens when I get angry? My heart rate goes up. My pulse goes up. And, and everything is going crazy. My breathing is up. I'm like breathing more, blowing out the carbon dioxide, and then my oxygen is not getting to my brain. 
what needs to think here? My brain. But physiologically, I'm not letting it. I'm angry. I'm reacting. How can I be saying something intelligent when there's no oxygen coming into my brain? You see how, like again, we and again, we don't take the temptation that, okay, this is the practical stuff. Let's just do the body. No, no. We don't do the body stuff only. We, we, we are body, soul, and spirit. We should attack this if we want self-control. Truly self-control, which is described as being mighty and, and taking a city. And if we don't have it, it's like a city broken down without walls. If we want it, we need to treat ourselves holistically. So don't go into the temptation. Let me just focus on the body part. Yes, do the body, but don't ignore the others. So breathe. Just deep breathing. We need to get the oxygen back in. So what we do, we're at our worst because no oxygen, therefore no brain. (laughs) And we say the stupidest things. And what do we do always after? Regret. Why? I should have just said nothing. Always regret. I messed up. Like I knew and I do it all the time. Yeah, you do it all the time because I can't think. I'm at my worst, and it's maybe with my spouse, my children, or, or my loved ones, and I'm at my worst because I'm, I, I, I'm at the point where I, I got angry, and this everything is raising up. And 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 again, this is this is not a, a default. This is how God made us. This is how God made us because He wants us in certain times, like He doesn't want this to react, right? He wants us to like. Do, like he wants us to run, he wants us to escape, he wants us to react. So if I am, you know, all of a sudden walking in the park and I see a bear, like it's not the time to think. How, what, I wonder what this bear, you know, does, does, am I supposed to act dead as a, you know, or am I, or what should I do? Should I feed him bananas or is he like peanut butter? Like you're dead. You're already dead. It's not the time to think about what you're going to do when you see a bear. It's a time to, like, my, my brain, like, go, my breathing is going crazy. My heart rate, I can't think. I run. So God made us like that. God made us like that. It's okay. It's like, it's not a default if my heart rate goes, like, it's good in certain situations. So in these situations, I have to recognize, don't speak. <laughs> don't speak. Breathe. Give yourself a time out. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe until we're, we're, we're calm. Then we can... Be smart again. Then we're calm. Everything is so much different after 15, 30 minutes. Lastly, exercise. This is proactive. This is, this is like, you know, this is, this isn't the example of the milk and, okay, wrong milk, go run, go run around the block. No, this isn't like on the spot what you do, exercise. This is, this is just proactive. This is what you're doing. Why? Why? Why are we exercising? Because it reduces our stress level. Because it reduces blood pressure. Remember in this one? Our blood pressure was up. I can't think. If we're naturally exercising and more fit, our blood pressure is more controlled. It releases uh, emotions and it increases endorphins. The feel-good. The feel-good neurotransmitters. In other words, I'm just generally more to- more happy. And if I'm more happy, I'm more tolerant. It's okay for the milk. 
It's okay that my kid wrote on the wall. It's okay. I'm like, just because I'm the fact, just the fact I'm exercising, I'm just a happier person. Because again, just biologically, biologically, it has a lot of good health benefits. So all these are to my side to help self-control. If I'm happier and I feel good, there's going to be it, like, you know, like sometimes we're just like on the edge always. Like you, you just, you, you, you see people that just, you know that if you just say one word, boom, it's like an explosion. Exercise does the opposite. Exercise, you have a lot more tolerance because you're happier. And you're in your just physically in a better situation. So all these will help us. Everything we do, everything we do, especially on the spiritual side, we always remember that we are not on our own. Remember what what Saint John said: He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Like if we say like this is overwhelming, like it's just so much easier just to lose self control. It's okay. I don't care. No, no. We have help. We have help inside us. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. He who is in you, we already have him in us. We have the ability. Remember, it's a gift that he gave it to us when we have the Holy Spirit. So in summary, we want to control, we want to have the self-control so that we don't, all those things that we talked about, all those things that we, we can potentially go into, bankruptcy, addiction, maybe lose jobs, maybe lose friends. Maybe lose, again, more than that. All because of instant gratification. We want to be strong. And we want to be strong and we want to attack this holistically by our spirit, soul, and body. So we want to be led and filled by the spirit. Be led by the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. I am I'm Christ-led, right? I'm spirit-led. And not just my desires, not by my actions. For my soul, think. Listen, study before you do anything. Like again, think of chess. When you're, you're, you're thinking a few moves ahead, do the same thing in your mind. You know, so do the same, study before we speak, before we do, or speak or, or any action. And finally for my body, I discipline it. I make sure that when things are out of hand, I do one thing, flee, I give myself a timeout, I breathe, I get the oxygen back in, and just as proactive, make sure, like we're just at least some kind of exercise, that we are in generally just better, better, you know, situated, so that we have more tolerance, right? All the, the, the benefits that can give us. And glory be to God forever.